Good morning, world. It is January 1st, 2022. If you are blessed to waking up this day, welcome to the new world. Many of us didn't make it to see a new year. So I've been sitting thinking about what are we going to talk about for this very first Grand Rising episode. So, since it's a new year, we have a new experience, and it is new to all of us. I am newbie, and we are going to talk about value. Now, let's ask yourself this question about value. How is value even measured? Now, when you ask yourself how is value measured... Many of us don't truthfully have an understanding of how that is done. Now, our elders, our grandparents, parents, as you have experienced more time on this earth, you tend to understand some things and you tend to value things differently. You value things differently based off of your geographical location. Now, many of us have to understand what that actually means as well. Now, I'll break that down to understanding value. Now, here in America, we value things differently based off of what we believe are our needs to fit into the economy that we are or have been born into or chosen to live. We need a house. Not necessarily, but many of us to be fit in, we will need a house, some type of a housing. We need some type of an income. We need income so we can provide food for our bodies and our families. We need income to pay for the, the bills to maintain the lifestyle that we have chosen to live. Now, do we need those Jordans? Absolutely not. Or do we want those Jordans so we can fit in? Now, many of us will say, no, I want the Jordans because I like them. Do you really like them? you got to ask yourself that question. Not your friends, not your, your significant other. Ask yourself, do you really like that shoe? Or do you like that shoe based off of the fact that over the entire years of your life, you have seen that shoe and it's been embedded into your memory for liking that shoe? And don't get me wrong, you could actually like that shoe. If you're going to pay two, three, four hundred bucks for that shoe, what's the difference of buying it for 20, 30, 40 bucks? There aren't any. Many people will have a nice argument to tell you, no, it's the quality and you're absolutely right. Some of the quality is a little bit better in a more expensive shoe. But on the outside, does it look the same? You can spend X amount of dollars for that shoe. And I can spend $20 for that shit. Nobody knows that you paid $200. Nobody knows that I paid $20. Only people that know is me and you. Now, what's the difference? There's only one difference. Who spent more money? And who has more left over? ask yourself why do I have more left over 
because I don't value it the same way. If we're going to go for the same experience, it's all we're doing is looking for an experience because you get these shoes and we feel good. It makes us with a false sense of security. It makes us feel good. So if you feel good, that's what they tell you. That's what we're taught, right? If you look good, you feel good, which is true, which is true. If you feel good on the outside, you will feel good, but it doesn't start there. The feeling good process starts from within. How you feel inside and how you see yourself inside is how you feel on the outside. It's how you'll decorate yourself on the outside because the inside of your house is so filled with love it will radiate on the outside but we don't see it that way because we are so stuck in the present moment and that's okay that's the beauty of life we're learning so we can definitely understand that aspect most of us do when we get our hair cuts we feel good right most of us men you know women as well you know what I mean when you get your hair done you feel great you feel like you're ready to conquer the world as you're supposed to but do we necessarily need to spend $200 for those shoes I know I'm talking low because I've seen some shoes for thousands do we need to spend that for that no we chose to spend it on that now ask yourself again what is value what do you value and how do you value it if I lived in a third, what they would say, what they would call a third world country, it's not really a third world country. <laughs> We're all the same world. But if I were to live in Africa, just say, not in the city part, because most people don't realize that Africa has many cities. <laughs> Africa's humongous of a, of a continent. Don't let the maps fool you. It's about three or four times the size of the United States. Don't let the maps fool you. Uh, Africa is humongous. And if I were to say live in a, in, a, in a village in Africa, not in a city, but in a village, would I need Jordans? No. Why? Because the whole purpose of most of us getting these clothes and spending these obscene amounts of our memories to obtain these assets that are copies, not the original is we're looking for an experience we we've been taught that if you have that you will be able to obtain the attention from a certain group of the opposite sex or not even that sometimes we do those things to fit into a crew a certain a certain a certain a certain network um and that's human nature. We are not designed to be alone. Yes, we should take some alone time to reflect on our own on, on life and get our, our thoughts together. But we are not designed to be alone. And you can even understand that because in, in prison, solitary confinement is a basically considered... Uh, the worst punishment possible for a, a person that has already been locked away sending them in a cell by themselves so if that's considered to be punishment 
you understand why we do this we value certain things because a certain person or crew or clique or family whatever the case whatever you choose say that that's acceptable so we do it now we're coming into a time now where people are becoming more independent and they're digging back for their independence so people are did he say people meaning young are going against the grain as you would call it but in my mind they're not going against the grain they're finally thinking free people as individuals are allowed to be whoever they would like to be nobody can tell you who to be what to be don't let anyone tell you that you cannot be you can be whatever your heart desires so like now I'm just talking back to this value to give another example of value it's just say for an example say uh I got a job application out here and this job application is, 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 is a very lucrative job it's the most funnest job possible and you're going to get paid a hundred thousand dollars a year for that job and it's you and your two friends now I have three applications and I only bought one pencil or one pen why did you say one pen? Now, I only got five minutes, let's say ten minutes of time before you can fill this fill this application out and give it back to me. How valuable did that one pen I just bring become? That pen is super valuable, you would imagine, right? But who is it valuable to? Is it valuable to, to subject one? He doesn't have a pen. Subject two? He doesn't have a pen either. And subject three? He came prepared. He, he always has a pen. So he has his pen in his pocket. So that leaves now subject one and subject two. Now we said I only got 10 minutes to fill this application out. Now, how valuable is my pen now? It went from originally being three to being not being so valuable to subject number three because he has his own. Subject one and subject two. They definitely want this job and they want that pen. So, are you ready to take your friend out, screw your friend over for this job application, for this, for this, for this job? Because subject three has already started writing. Now subject one and subject two, y'all still debating on who's going to get the pen first. We done went over two minutes already. It's becoming more valuable. That pen is very valuable to subject one and subject two because subject three is is, is pretty moving along with that uh, offender's application now. So subject one and subject two, they're ready to go at each other's necks. Do you blame them? I was just offering them a nice job. It was fun. Paying $100,000 a year. But nobody actually asked the question. What is the downside to that job? All they saw was the glitz and glamour. The gold. What I told them about it. 
never actually asked what the job itself was the downside. And this is what I want you to understand in the year 2022. I want you to start valuing things, not for everyone else, but for yourself. Ask yourself, if I do this, what is the repercussions? What is the what is the effect? Because I have to learn how to value now. My values have changed. The money is not coming in the same as it was once was. Uh, this 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 virus thing is going around in the world has changed the way our school systems are. So I can't spend certain frivolous money doing this because I gotta pay for somebody to help my with the child dropping the child off of school compensate for me back and forth to work and picking a child up early from school because the school hours don't match the work hours so you can't work for nobody because they like you tell them oh I can only do three hours or six hours or per se whatever the case is and I gotta go back here to get my child they like well what point is it well you ask me what do I value more I value my child my future so I can't do this job so what do you do you gotta start asking so what do you value what do you have inside of you that is more valuable than that per se job? This is a year of awakening. That's why I said it's grand rising. Who are you? You gotta ask yourself, who are you? Now, what I value is different than what you value. But I want you to understand something. What the next person values, and the next person values, even though it may be valued differently than what you value, at the end of the day, if y'all sit and actually had a conversation, there's three different perceptions about three different values. Now, if you go back to subject one, subject two, and subject three, and ask them, what are their values? Why do they even want this job? I promise you, you're going to notice something. Even though they got three different reasons for why they wanted that job it always was the same reason so when people say oh I don't understand this person I don't get that person because you're only looking at it from your point of view just because you don't value what they value at that moment doesn't mean they don't have value every human being on this planet has value we have something to offer we all do that is the beauty of having being an individual. So as we keep going on this journey of bridging this gap, I took the time to to take January 1st, the first day, the first start of a new year. I was going to do this. I was going to record this last week, but as a gift. But... It didn't feel right. Today felt right. It's raining where I'm at right now. And rain brings new light. Saturating this, this is going to saturate these airwaves, vibrational waves with value. So 2022. I would like that to be our year of the grand rising of yourself. What do you value? Not what nobody else values. What do you value? And start understanding what another person values.
things. Stop being completely so self-centered and so self-centered. And just open your eyes a little bit. But open your eyes, not with vision, with the intent to learn. I said something in one of the other uh, recordings. I was talking about listening. So I really want you to listen. This is the year of listen. What do you value? List in your values. List in. So these lessons that we learn, there's no such thing as losses. These lessons that we learn, I want you to listen to the word. Bless, son. Your father is telling you, bless, son. Bless is more. Stop talking. Bless, son. The father is speaking. So listen to values. Listen to what people's values are. Not their perceptions per se, but their values in their perception. And I promise you, it's going to be the same. I used to, I used to say something for the last couple of years, and people didn't understand why I would say it. I would say, when I, something bad was on the news, what happened? I would say, it. I don't condone it, but I understand. And what I meant by understanding was understanding was just being sympathetic to another person's views it's not always about me and it's not always about the person if we sit back and look at the situation of all the time all the time and just ask yourself you don't have a problem with that person at all you don't you have a problem with the situation because if you move that person remove that person out of that situation and took yourself out of that situation and y'all both sit and look at that situation you notice something you're not mad at each other anymore it's the situation so I tell people it's impossible be mad at another person. You're mad at the situation. If we could change the situation, we would be God. But we do have the right to change the situation. It's how we perceive that situation. I know we don't want to hear it that way because we're just having a human experience. But just know, and I've been ridiculed a few times for saying things of this sort, and that's okay. That's okay. I've been ridiculed for saying, if God doesn't make any mistakes, then why do we cry when a baby passes away? And that's something to take in. Because we value life. But ask yourself, why are we crying? I used to always think I was weird because I didn't cry about a lot of things. Because I looked at things differently. Not to say that I'm not human, but I no means. It's just that... I looked at things differently. Like I celebrated life. And I celebrated knowledge. I always wanted them weird kids. I mean, I always been one of those guys. I just see the pattern in things very quickly. You you know I me mean? just I see patterns in, in, in things where most people don't connect those dots. I do. And I used to get so frustrated in life, like, don't you see it? I used to be hollering at people, like, don't you see it? 
And they used to look at me like, what are you talking about? And my parents used to be like, they, they just leave it alone. And I used to be like, it's right there. You can just see it. But I didn't realize how perception worked growing up. You know what I mean? I, I mean? We're all one like most kids. That's why kids don't care. They play with any kid. It doesn't make a difference. It's not a color. It doesn't matter. A kid just going to be a kid. Uh, it just made me look at life differently. I used to always be happy about people. Like, well, why are they doing this? And I was a kid asked, well, why are they doing that? Because I wanted to know why you value that. What, 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 what did you value that for? Why did you value it more than I valued it? You know what I mean? So that's where my brain went to always as a kid. I wanted to know why. If you want that, why do you want it so bad? Why don't I want it? You know what I mean? So I want to take this year and I want us all to finally start being accountable for our own actions. Like Michael Jackson used to say, sing that song, The Man in the Mirror. I want you to look at the man in the mirror and ask yourself, what do you value? Do you need those shoes today? No. Did you need that game today? No. Now, if you needed that game because you was going to start yourself a, a, a profile on that game where you was entering into the metaverse space and that game, which we all thought was a game, became an income Oh, with that name, that game, it's not just purchasing a non-value thing. It's person you purchase something with some value for yourself, because now you're going to be able to produce income with that game. So ask yourself, what do you value? How many people I know that have PlayStations that are sitting at home, Xboxes are sitting at home, and the kids are just playing it, and that's fine. But I challenge you to educate yourself to teach some of these future selves of yourself how to start obtaining this information on how to turn something that we didn't see as value and turn it into value. Something valuable. So that's what I intend to do with my bridging the gap. I want us to stop fearing technology so much and understand that we all use technology every day in our life. And we're afraid of this. I, I hear a lot of comments. I don't want the people that much in my business. Understandable. But if you educate yourself, you would know how to protect yourself. Sitting back in fear and saying, oh no, I don't want to mess with that stuff. That's fear. That's darkness. That's the devil. This is my perception of it. But fear stops growth. If we're doing this for our future, then why would we wait until our children at the age of 20 per se getting into college when they are 
being allowed to learn about these types of things when the digital age is their future because that's what they value and that's what is being valued so we should be encouraging our kids to to learn more so they can help us bridge that gap and start teaching us now when I say us I'm talking about Jesus I know you heard it if Jesus is in all of us and God God made us and Jesus is in all of us just know what I just said he's just us don't be afraid you bridge that gap you are accountable for your entire actions you will understand that all the times that you prayed and you prayed and then nothing happened and then all of a sudden you took that one step forward then you know what happened what you was praying for started coming started coming to light did God do that did you do that you did that you did that because you were God you did that you took the initiative and took it, making a step forward everything is a cause and effect if you don't take a step towards your dream how is it ever going to come to life it's never going to come to pass if you don't take a step forward towards your dream so like when I was a kid in, in elementary school I wrote a, I wrote Black History Month, uh, right? Black History Month. I wrote Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. And I had to memorize it because I didn't want to look like a fool because I wasn't the best reader in class growing up out loud. I would get shy, couldn't see, had glasses on, like, so I was trying to be a cool kid. There's no way you was going, I was not going to look like a fool in front of all those girls in class. So I memorized that. And I read it so much that I became numb to understanding what Martin's his dream. But as I think back, that's the elementary school. I can remember that speech very well. Because not only did Martin have a dream, we all had a dream at one point. And for some of us elders we got older, we forgot the dream. We forgot what our dream was. We forgot how to, to imagine got to use our real our real superpower was making our dreams come true because we got so focused on the present we forgot about our gift our gift was the fact that we're here and the fact that we have the opportunity to see your future but understand that your future is not in front of you people we looking back with you you look at in front of you, you're talking about aging. That's not your future. It's your past. Your future is your child. The kid behind you. That's your future. I want us all to just remember this. Today is a new day. New year. New you. New opportunities. And accountability you his own self your own accountability I want you to be accountable for your own actions and ask yourself what do you value and even if you don't if you don't know how to do that I'm going to give you something that taught me and it doesn't work for everybody but it works for me 
So I can only tell you from what I've experienced with that work for me. A person told me to do this. It was a professor at uh he was a temple professor. Very clean cut guy. This brother I was in this program and he kept saying some things to to us in his group program. He kept saying some of us got to die for the rest of us to live. I used to be like, oh my God, what is this? Why you keep saying that, dude? Like, stop saying that. Like, that's so negative. What? Because I didn't value it. But it took me a while to keep listening to it, keep hearing it in my head. And, I, and some people passed away after the program was over. And it hit me then. That's what he was trying to tell us. That's what he was trying to tell us. I didn't see it then because I didn't value it. Now, it hit me after I did this this little this little affirmation that he told me to do, and I did it. As corny as it sounded, non-relevant to my life, my lifestyle. Who who gonna tell me what to do, right? That's what we all say. Man, you ain't telling me what to do. Nobody know me better than me. You're right. But sometimes we need help. So he said, I challenge you. I challenge y'all for 30 days something real simple we do it anyway go to the bathroom in the morning and at night so we do it anyway so I want you to look in that mirror when you wake up in the morning when you brush your teeth first thing you do is say you before you brush your teeth you know you gotta go to the bathroom right yeah do that right there you wake up in the morning go to the bathroom look in that mirror and tell yourself I love me Ten times, like Michael J. Jackson said, look at the man in the mirror. Look at yourself in your eyes, in your own eyes, and say, I love me. Ten times. Now, simple, right? Very simple. Ooh, that gonna hurt. Ain't gonna hurt nobody, right? Just talk. It's just you and yourself in the bathroom, in the mirror. It's you. Self-reflection. And... Repeat the same process at night before you go to bed, before you close your eyes. And I said, all right, I'll do it. No big deal. Ain't hurting me nothing. You know what I mean? I'm not, not wasting no time. I ain't, you know what I mean? It's nothing. Okay. Now, I thought it was ill irrelevant. I know like many of you would think it's irrelevant. They don't do nothing for me. But whatever. So I tried it. Around about the 15th day, I felt a little different. Started feeling a little different. Okay. I said, uh, maybe this thing is working. But I'm going to do the 30. Because ain't nobody, you can't challenge me. Like, I hate being challenged. Like, I'm very competitive. You know what I mean? I've always been competitive. Not overly competitive, but if it's something that has to do with sports, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm competitive if you challenge me. So, I completed the whole 30. And I felt good. Because why? For one, I completed something. That's one of our biggest downfalls is actually completing something. We all started by completing it. So I completed it. Felt good. Some small milestone. Or was it? The 30th day, 
I started looking at myself differently. I've been looking in that mirror so long and telling myself I love me. Why, George? I think I got it. You know what I convinced myself to do? Did I actually love myself? <laughs> Something so simple, right? So minute. I stopped valuing things differently because I love me. I really started looking at how people treat me differently. Why? Because I love me. And so I ask you to say, I tell you to, 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 to challenge yourself. Even if you feel good about yourself. That's okay. Great. Don't mean you can't feel more. So, I tried it. And like I gotta tell you. It will be seven years. On the 13th of this month. Since I initially... Had that conversation with myself for 30 days. So since it's coming up on that seven year anniversary, I decided if I'm gonna start this thing, start this journey, 